What's happening, gang? Welcome back. It's 10 Minutes of Modern here on Anchor. We're chatting with you guys every day about the best game on earth, MTG, and the modern format. Exciting stuff today as um, like sifting through all these call-ins over the course of the last couple days. There's a lot of excitement surrounding this Life from the Loam kind of uh, gutter snipe young pyromancer build that I'm putting together, this Jun deck. And people seem to be really stoked about it. Um, this, I think, actually feels like one of the better brews I've come up with in a while. I keep tweaking the list on my phone, and I think I'm going to play it on Thursday night uh, at the local store. I'm at least going to go try to get a couple games in with it, provided I can get the cards. Um, I messed around with a bunch of different cards in here. What I've, what I've come down to is that I actually just think the deck wants to play four life from the low. Um, I, was, I was experimenting with two and three, uh, but what I keep finding in the sample draws is that you really need to create card advantage with the deck for it to function like the mid-range deck that you want it to function as, and that is your card advantage advantage engine. Now, obviously getting Surgical Extraction or something like that, or just if your opponent has like heavy graveyard hate, is going to be problematic for you, so there has to be a way that this deck functions after game one, uh, where you can make sure you can still win the game and be a good deck without your graveyard, but as it stands now, um, I was dicking around with like everything from like faithless looting to get additional triggers and sift my hand to get to those loams faster and also play a lower land count to like knight's whisper because it was a a cheap enough spell that could draw me cards but also trigger what it comes down to is that i think you just want to be playing for life from the loam it's a life from the loam deck so what what i've what i've figured out is that i think four lightning bolt four fatal push four inquisition of kozilek and one terminate that's your that's kind of your control package The other big breakthrough that I realized was that I think you just want three copies of Collective Brutality in the main deck, because a lot of the time I think you just want to play a Brutality on turn two. Your turn two should absolutely 100% of the time either be Young Pyromancer, Thermo Alchemist, or Collective Brutality. Unless you just want to loam for value uh, early, just to get it into your graveyard, which sometimes is the smart thing to do, just playing it on turn two, and then dredging on turn three, playing, you know, playing a one of your two drops and I, I don't know but anyway the point is because you know also sometimes you only have two lands you need to hit your third land or something but bottom line i what the, what the deck feels to me correctly right now uh what the way it's built which is uh like i said four four and four of those one drop interaction spells a single copy of terminate and three brutalities three copies of flame jab uh four thermo alchemist four young pyromancer two gutter snipe Two Scrib Ranger and a single copy of Young or of uh, Grim Lava Mancer with one claim to fame, um, and I think that's pretty much the list as is. Um, trying to make sure I'm not missing anything else important. Uh, no, that's the whole list, including the four life from the loam. Twenty-three land with a mixture of fetches, shocks, uh, filter lands, Urborg, and then the beauty of the deck is that you're all, you're able to play. Ancient Grudge as probably a three or four of in your sideboard, and always get it because of life from the loam. You're just gonna you're just gonna mill into it, uh, and you will have your Ancient Grudges against Affinity, which is great. I cut Kolagon's Command entirely from the deck. I don't think it adds anything to it. It's, you're not really doing anything with it that the deck is particularly interested in. Uh, yeah, but that's where I'm at with this. I keep I keep sample handing it, and it just really seems like. You control the early game with your pieces of interaction, and you have this mid-game engine with Life from the Loam and Flame Jab with these creatures that's just built to interact with Modern. There's so many X1s that playing playing Flame Jab four, five, six times in a game, along with your other removal, feels like it's just going to get you there. Um, I was a little worried about life loss because of constantly cracking fetch lands and then recycling them with Life from the Loam, which is why Collective Brutality is now in there in the main deck as a three of. 
I think you really want to be able to have access to that in the main deck because you're not going to have a fast kill very often. Um, you're just not. Your best case scenario is getting a handful of tokens and using your removal to, to you know, kill the kill the blockers and, and getting in an extra few points of damage here with a Thermo Alchemist or possibly playing the long game and getting the big gutter snipe finish. But um, you are kind of a mid-range engine deck, but you're playing enough interaction that I think you qualify as a control deck. So anyway, guys, that is where the deck is at currently, and I'm really excited about it. I think this is I think this is pretty cool. I, I kind of feel like we're onto something with this one, uh, more so than a lot of these ideas I come up with. So I will continue to share thoughts there, and part two of today's episode will probably be about specific card interaction uh, and, and, and fun things that I have found as I've been messing around with this on my phone. As always, guys, thanks for listening. It's 10 Minutes of Modern here on Anchor. Be sure to favorite the station if you like what you're hearing and uh, download the app if you haven't already. Thanks, guys. Have a great, great Tuesday. What's happening, guys? Welcome back. It's 10 Minutes of Modern on Anchor. Chat with you guys about another thought, one that I mentioned the other night and I have now added to. I, I, have, I have a little bit more uh, fuel to add to the thought process, which is that you know, it used to be that X4 in Modern was the thing. You had to, if you had four toughness in Modern, you were a, you were a playable creature. The difference between four toughness, three toughness was everything because Lightning Bolt was so heavily played, you could just assume that if a card had three or less toughness, it was about half as good. Now, Lightning Bolt became less prominent, right? Lightning Bolt fell, fell behind Fatal Push and Path to Exile in terms of played removal, and other cards became more and more prominent in terms of interaction. But what did happen is that players started to experiment with creatures that had less than four toughness, and they started finding success with them. So if we say the old barometer for a playable creature in modern was four toughness or an ETB effect on something that costs more than two, I don't know that either of those things are true anymore. Um, What I do think is that two toughness is too little. Three toughness now, I think, is the way you want to go. there are some creatures that you don't care, for instance, right? That, like, you're going to play it as one toughness, two, three, or four. That it's, it's, it is doing something specific enough that it, you're not going to really have much choice. That the, the creature you've chosen is doing precisely the thing that you want. So the fact that it has, say, one toughness is irrelevant. Young Pyromancer is a great example of this. Um, Young Pyromancer wouldn't matter if it was a 0-1, if it was a 2-1, if it was a 1-4. If it was a 1-4, I'm sure it'd be better, but that's not really the point. The point is that it costs two mana, and it has this effect that you want it to have. I look at a card like Spellqueller, um, and Spellqueller to me is a great example of what's happened to Modern, which is that Spellqueller does what you want it to do. The card is good enough. The fact that it's 2-3 just happens to be that much more relevant. Collective Brutality and Colgon's Command, the combination of those two cards and sort of their impact in Modern, plus the number of two power creatures, um, whether those are Snapcaster Mages, or whether those are early drops in Merfolk, or their early uh, affinity beats, um, just having three toughness and being able to survive one or two chump blocks is kind of the world of difference in Modern, because nowadays in Modern, everything is so low to the ground, the CMCs are so low, you're kind of doing one of two things with a creature. It's like, Modern is really about now doing a specific thing with a creature. So like, good example again, Young Pyromancer, or if we're looking for uh, more specific creatures, like Death Shadow is a good example where like that creature is, it, it has this, this variable power and toughness that is extremely specific. Or looking to some of the other uh, the other decks, like 
the Eldrazi creatures. Those are being cast early off of Eldrazi Fastlands, and they, they play in this one specific style. That you can't replace them with other creatures with different rates. They fit specifically into the one deck. So, again, you're not really doing what old decks were doing in modern, which is like looking for rate. Tarmogoyf was kind of the preeminent creature that was looking for rate. So, Abzan and Jun decks were prominent for a long time because you were getting a deck that could play the best creature on rate in the format. That's not really as important anymore, not to mention the fact that, like, it's in, in a lot of ways, like, Gurmag Angler and Tassigur have just become, like, better. They cost one instead of two. Their power and toughness is less variable. They're kind of easier to get to. Um, so it's kind of a fascinating time in modern to be playing creatures because what it does is we we are now inundated with this information and this idea that four toughness was everything, right? Those two rules I mentioned, three CMC and four toughness. Well, we spent years under the thumb of those things. Now that things have changed, it's kind of time to brew. It's kind of time to experiment and say like, all right, what are the creatures out there that should be good in theory that people aren't playing enough of, that aren't doing what we want them to do, you know? Who's tr who's playing with Lotus Cobra right now? Who's trying to make something work with, with these cards that in theory feel like very strong cards, but people haven't found a way to make them useful? Young Pyromancer, I've said it three, three times now. Um, that's an exciting thing. It's an exciting time for us to brew, and it's an exciting time for modern because it doesn't feel like the rules that define the format that were true for so long are as true as they used to be. It really does seem like lower CMC and efficiency have now kind of taken taken center stage. And as much as Lightning Bolt does feel like one of the lowest CMC efficient cards there there are that you can possibly play, and people are still playing it, it doesn't define the format. It does not define the format. Um, two toughness is more relevant now than three toughness. And four toughness is not really something that's on most people's radar, I don't think. So just my quick thoughts for the day, guys. I hope those made sense and were cohesive. Thanks for listening. Have a great Tuesday. Let's keep talking MTG.